0: what is up coming to you live from the cat house in montebello california it's Dre's geek philosophy podcast the monday edition the february 24th edition the yeah we're really late if you're watching this live edition (laughs) sorry yeah it yeah getting home from work running around uh, trying to get everything ready life just gets in the way all the time <laughs> I don't know what to tell you other than to check out our brand new show that's on YouTube uh, we're, we're I'm gonna try to do that show three to four times a week it's a dre's retro game minute I was doing it uh, sporadically before but now I'm, I'm gonna try to dedicate a little bit of time to, to film these short little Vignettes, these short little two to three minute. I know it's called retro game minute, but it's gonna be a couple minutes uh, where I'm gonna just basically just now go through my entire game collection and, and tell little anecdotes, but all my games in short, bite sized little things, because that's what apparently people want. Hey, Judy Lynn is watching live. What's up, Judy Lynn? Thank you for for checking in live on the show. So yeah, the new uh the our, this is a, you know our normal podcast. You know we're gonna go forty five minutes an hour depending on how I'm feeling. <laughs> Uh, I've been primarily flying solo now for for the foreseeable future. Uh, I, I'm still gonna try. I'm gonna try to bring in some uh, some get gu- uh, some guest co-hosts here and there, and then maybe when uh, when my wife is feeling up to it, she can rejoin me. But of course, someone has to take care of the tiger. Someone has to take care of our son. So uh, I, I'm hoping my wife can rejoin at various points in time. But well, because uh, the, the, these solo flights, uh, the, these are a challenge, nonetheless. <laughs> Uh, it um, po- It's hard for me to podcast solo I, I always like to bounce stuff off people if, you, if we have our live audience here It makes it a little bit easier for me But Here here we are as usual Monday night So today um Today was the Kobe Bryant Memorial Let's just lead off with that I, I didn't really get a chance to watch it Because it started late And I, I, I had to get to work So I, I had to catch uh, highlights later I had to sneak them in while I, while I was at work, and uh, the, the one I, I really took the time to, to listen to I as I was wandering around the, the warehouse today was uh, Michael Jordan's uh, speech that he had in regards to Kobe. And it was it was kind of a, sh- uh, I, I was incredibly surprised because Michael Jordan has always been notoriously very reserved. He kind of holds back his emotions. He's never been the uh, one to show how he feels. I mean, other than on the basketball court when he was all constantly talking shit. To everybody But that, that That speech That Michael Jordan gave Holy crap uh, That was really good um, I was just I, I was I, I was ready to cry Listening to some of the stuff He was saying uh, and, and Like you know Looking at Kobe as that, as that little brother And telling all those Those great anecdotes um, Yeah I and mean, then Even the The self Referential joke Where he knew This was just gonna cause More crying Jordan memes Like he's well aware uh, <laughs> Oh, that, that he, clearly, even though he's older, you he, think he might be a, a generation removed from this stuff. He he is clearly aware. I, I'm sure someone on his brand team or his marketing team, he, he's well aware that he is a meme and he just created a bunch. I'd like to think he created a bunch of positive memes Uh, uh just from the, the content of that speech. It was just I, I, I was very moved by a lot of the stuff that he said. It was I, I couldn't believe that. Uh. That uh, the old MJ had that in him, and he and he was willing to share how how Kobe from like from Jump Street, uh, like even 18 year old Kobe was reaching out to him, trying like in the first game they played against each other, Kobe was you know hitting him up for tips about his jump shot. But yeah, the I, I think the 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 most poignant point that he made it was that Kobe wasn't always just trying to be a better player; he was always just trying to be a better person. And and not all their conversations were specifically about basketball. And it was just such a such a touching and emotional speech that like, I, I think under normal circumstances, we wouldn't have gotten that revelation. Like if, if this tragedy hadn't happened, we wouldn't have found it out until like Kobe was like in the hall of fame or, or like far later, uh, or maybe we, we would have found out it from the Kobe side. It, whenever, if, if, if MJ had man had passed before Kobe did, uh, it was just such a, it was such an insight. Yeah, exactly. right there. Daniel Wong here on Facebook Live. Like it's something we never see from Michael Jordan. He's he's always just been this brand. He's the jump man. He's Jordan. He's uh, you know, the, the this, he he's that other icon of basketball and just the, the vulnerability. I, I just seeing that, that that invincible Michael Jordan just be vulnerable. He was crying already walking up to the podium and that was uh that that was uh, that was crazy. It was an, an amazing. It was all, all, it was a whole lot of emotions all at once. Just yeah, that that's the one speech where I, I kept seeing people were retweeting and talking about that speech in particular. Obviously, um, uh, I, I couldn't bring myself to, <laughs> to watch, um, Vanessa's speech. I, I read some pieces of it and it was already like, it was already moving me. The The, 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 the a lot of stuff that she was saying. I I just reading some of the the the, the quotes just in text form were just heartbreaking. Uh, not getting to see her, her, her little girl get married, not getting to see uh Kobe and, and Gianna dance at the wedding and like all this seeing her little girl grow up, seeing all that stuff. It was just like I, I can't I can't even I have to steal myself at some point and and watch the watch Vanessa's speech. But damn, it was just uh, everything. And then, uh, <laughs> another uh, a short highlight I saw on, on Twitter, which I uh, I thought was very appropriate from from, from Shaq from Shaquille O'Neal. He, he he I didn't see his entire speech, but I saw the the the, the piece that's gonna probably be uh, <laughs> uh posted on highlights for from here on till forever, <laughs> where he talked he was talking about uh, Kobe. You need to pass the ball there. There's no I in team. <laughs> He's like, I know, but there's a me in there, motherfucker. <laughs> and, and, and leave it to to Shaq to friggin' to add a memorial to find a way to get everyone to laugh. Just that 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 type of <laughs> that type of funny anecdote, where that that just that that's like the epitome of of Shaq and Kobe's um, re- relationship, which is like the, this. Uh, Adversarial relationship between the two of them, it, that that was just a perfect encapsulation of who who they were. Uh, oh man! See right, uh, yeah, see right there, dang along on Facebook Live here, Dan, Vanessa's speech. Was, I was down on the inside before that speech. Uh, I was um, before that speech. I, I, I have to find uh, my 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 wife was was posting stuff on Instagram on how like six minutes in and she was already bawling. Just uh, I, I, uh, I, I caught a little piece of uh, Beyonce uh performing. I guess she performed Kobe's favorite song and then, uh, and then I believe she performed Halo after that. Um yeah, um I, I, I guess I, I need to get on, on YouTube and, and, and find more uh I, I don't know who else uh, was allowed who who else had the opportunity to speak but the, yeah just uh seeing uh, like yeah on my phone I get all you know those news updates. I I got an iPhone so I get all the Apple news so it was just like after Jordan's speech it was like bloop 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 bloop. Oh okay, I'm going to have to watch that one apparently because it because it was uh, such a a shocking and jarring thing to the sports world. to see emotional Michael Jordan other than that that the crying meme that's been used ad nauseum for the last forever. So yeah, this, uh, the the news in this morning it was pretty great. I apparently I had uh, a couple of friends who actually managed to get their hands on tickets uh my buddy from uh, from Disney uh, Dustin Sandoval he like he was uh, putting out photos I guess after the fact or during uh, like he was there him the program and he was he was very thankful he's a big Laker fan too he was very thankful that he was able to to go there and, and experience that that, that, that service and I, think I saw a few other people on my Facebook timeline were like, I guess spotted there. I think they, they saw apparently one one couple I know that like, they saw themselves on the news. <laughs> Or someone saw them in the news and, like, <laughs> uh, sent them a photo. Hey, look. Like, they, they caught them standing in line. Cause, yeah, it, it, it seemed to be a giant logistical nightmare. It was supposed to start at 10. But it looks like it, de- it got delayed uh, at least an hour is what it seems like. Uh, I thought I was going to catch a little bit before I left the house. it to work, but I kept seeing, like, there's just lines and lines of people outside. I saw in the news. I'm like, nope, that ain't starting anytime soon. They're, they're <laughs> There, like Half the crowd was still outside because of the, all these security measures that the LAPD was taking to make sure, like, hey, you can only be here if you have a ticket. It, it, it seemed pretty intense. I think I, I think I saw on the news the other day, they were even threatening, like, if you showed up without a ticket and you tried to get in there, they would ar- arrest you. They were, they were trying to be very uh, strict and uh, serious about, it. like, no, we only want the people who are supposed to be here. Like all the businesses were shut down for the morning, so like all the restaurants, all in that L.A. life vicinity, I don't know beyond that. But it seemed like they they were just trying to coordinate. I think AG was just trying to make this as seamless as possible. Maybe they, they, they even still they still had a few hiccups. So that 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 was uh, that was a thing this morning. I it and I kept anticipating. I was like, like uh, my wife and I, we watched uh, the, the Channel Five news. and they just kept like you know talking about it, talking about it all week long for the last you know week or so ever since it got announced. So I kept like, I was like, wow, I, mean, I kept wondering what that was going to be like. Cause I, I remember, uh, uh, Michael Jackson's memoir. I remember that wasn't, that, that was a, a big to do as well. I don't remember if that was also at Staples center. And I just remember that was, it was also at a very large venue. And I remember the, 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 um, the mass chaos of logistics that that caused as well. So I imagine this was going to be somewhere along those lines. And, and it, it kind of was, so yeah, that was, uh, that was this morning, uh, Beyond that, this past weekend, as always, I got to give you guys a dad update. So, <laughs> I think my my poor wife and I we, we probably had the worst night of sleep that we've had since uh, the first night at the hospital. I think that was probably the last night we had really terrible sleep. We're, we're trying to we're trying to get our boy to, to 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 sleep on his own without needing one of us and boy, mistakes were made <laughs> for us, I guess, <coughs> Woo. Uh, it, that was five, five hours of either him crying, or, or my, myself or my wife trying to console the little dude, like, we, we put him in the sleeper, he's supposed to sleep in, I pick him, and he'd be crying, and crying, like, like sometimes it'd be like kind of the whining, crying, or other times it'd be like, I'm gonna scream, ah! I pick him up, and I and then I'd hold him, and he'd be like, "Oh, I'm cool now." And he looked, and he was he was bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, with big old his beautiful eyes were wide open, is looking at me like, "Hey, Dad, yes, I don't want to be in there. Hold me." I'm like, "No," <laughs> I'm like, "Why aren't you sleepy? It's two a.m." Oh, I'm bright-eyed, Daddy. You're holding me. Yay! This is what I wanted. I'm like, "Boy, boy." <laughs> I imagine, like years from now, if I were like, "So, hey, you know, go go to YouTube." See, see what your daddy had to say on uh, February 24th when you're like six and a half weeks old, young man, young man. <laughs> it's like, it's the, the wonder of technology. I can I can leave these wonderful little notes for from, from my young man. <laughs> it's like, boy, you kept us up for five hours. We tried to sleep. We didn't go to bed till four in the morning until we freaking had to swaddle you and cuddle you. And then you're like, okay, now I'll go to sleep, mama and papa. And, like, both my poor wife and I, we're just, like, we're holding each other. We're like, it'll get better. It'll get better. <laughs> my, my lovely wife, she's so strong. She's so tough. Oh, no, no. We, we, we've had decent nights of sleep. We, we, we've, uh, we've been doing okay. We have, well, you know what? I, I can only speak for myself. My, my poor wife, she has to wake up every few hours to, to, to feed this insatiable young man. He he may have gotten all my wife's good looks, but apparently he has gotten my stomach. He is uh, a <laughs> he is a voracious eater, and all he just wants to do is eat, and sleep, and then keep us up at night when when he when it when it, when it fancies him. <laughs> I, I I got okay sleep last night because my my wife trying to make sure because she doesn't want me to die on the way to work just falling asleep in the car. You now I like that that's been kind of like the goal, like oh. Keep Daddy alive. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'd like to be alive for my family. That 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 sleep uh, again. Yeah, <laughs> sleep has been a, a challenge, and we're we're trying to get this little boy to cooperate with us, so we we can. But we're just uh, it, it it it's a challenge. I'm sure all of those of you who are already parents, like like a Jai, like a Daniel, like a Ryan Tanaka, all you guys who who are already dads. You you already know the score, you know. Like it's, it'll it'll be a while before we get uh, back, before my poor wife can get a normal night of sleep. It's gonna be a little while. I I I want to try to figure out a way, like maybe I can me and the boy can just go and like somewhere else and let her sleep for a day <laughs> or something. I I don't know. I I got, I'm I'm trying to figure out a solution to help my poor wife. Besides like well sleep besides her sleeping during the day. <laughs> While, while I sleep at night, I, I, I'd like my, 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 my poor, strong wife to get a little bit more sleep than she is getting. Like, in the morning, like like this morning, it was like, as soon as I got up, our little boy, he's a morning person. <laughs> he, he, he enjoys the mornings. So, like, as soon as he woke up and I did that, I was like, you know what? Let's go stay in the living room while mommy sleeps for an extra hour by herself without having to worry about you. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, Wong! Mine was, my wife wasn't afraid of me dying from sleep deprivation. <laughs> that's a, that's some cold shit. <laughs> that's cold blooded. <laughs> so that's why I love my wife. Like today, I I, I got home. And I told my wife how much I love her and I appreciate her. I just like I, I had to tell. I was like, like today at work, I was just like it was just dawning on me how much man my, my wife, she's good. I, she she is too good for me. I I have I out kicked my coverage. I'm I'm hitting out of my my league with, with my wonderful wife, and you know it, it, it it's nice. It, it feels good. It feels good. You know, right in the heart. Oh man. Yeah, that, so that's that's your that's uh, your your daddy update for, for this week. <laughs> so let let me do a, a funny little anecdote. I, I I get on here. I get on this podcast, and I slag GameStop frequently I, I I get on here and, and I, I I trash them and, and there's many times they, they get a well-deserved trashing because of who they are uh, I, I have served three tours of duty or three uh, life sentences depending on, on your point of view uh, I've, I've served three prison terms I don't know, however you want to put it I've I worked for GameStop in uh, 2000 and uh, 2001 I worked for GameStop from 2003 2005. And then most recently, I did a three month stint. <laughs> it's like it's like I got thrown into GameStop jail. I did a three month stint in uh, in 2016, <laughs> and and yeah, that they, they they they've earned their reputation, well deservedly. They've earned they've earned their bad reputation for who they are, and I, I even I'm even toying around with doing a, another like much like my retro game minute. I want to do a show where it's like Dre spills GameStop T where I just start telling stories of all the nefarious things. That I that I saw while I was working there, and then at, at all the nefarious things I saw while I was a Nintendo rep because I had to visit them every day for for those seven years as a Nintendo rep as well, and all the all the crazy wild stuff I'd hear about or see with my own my own two eyes. Uh, so I'm gonna figure that out till a five minute because uh, telling all these stories on these long form podcasts, I don't know how many people get to see these, but if I start doing the short, because uh, that, 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 that that white boy Lancelot is getting uh, millions of views. For, for, for calling them out, I'm like, all right, I can I can, you know what? I got a lot of experience too. I can get on the YouTube, and 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 tell stories about the the terrible things my district manager used to make me do, back in two thousand three, two thousand five, or even the the fun little story, the the, the very racist story that the, the, the last tour of duty where, I had a the, my store manager told me, how I was too white for the area I was in. <laughs> that, that that I'm sure that'll make for for a great short anecdote, for. Right, I, I gotta do. Dre Dre spills the GameStop tea. I'm gonna, I gotta, I gotta workshop that. I gotta do some short videos like that throughout the week. But getting to the point, so this past weekend, uh, this past week, uh, my my old roommate, old uh, previous podcast guest, old Trent Trail, it was his birthday. It was Trent Trail week last week for those of you who who know Mr. Trent Trail. And so I, I wanna, I wanted to get him a gift. So I, I was tracking down like uh, 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 a, a collection of the Kingdom Hearts games Cause he already had Kingdom Hearts 3 but he had never played the previous ones and then of course I had moved out by the time uh, I couldn't lend him the other ones to play the uh, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 um, 2.5 5, whatever if, if you have any experience with Kingdom Hearts you know it's a, it's a slog, it's a mess it's a crazy story beautiful music, amazing visuals fun stuff, all the Disney slash Final Fantasy crossover that you can you can muster but uh uh my roommate my old roommate he he had played part 3 but he never played the previous one so I was like you know what let, let me go track down cuz uh, I guess recently I guess last year or maybe even the year before they had put the Kingdom Hearts the story so far they 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 took all the stuff prior to Kingdom Hearts 3 and put it all on one or two neat discs on the PS4 and I was like, "Oh, let me go track this down." And I tried to track it down through work. I, I work at a video game distributor. This should be no problem. No, we, we don't have it. And then I, I found out, uh, no, we can't get it because, uh, uh, as I learned, I learned, I I, I delved even further today because I, I knew we didn't have it in stock, and uh, and I wasn't sure if we can get it through through one of our friends. But uh, I learned today. I was like, "Oh yeah," I told my boss, I, I had to go out and find this." He's like, oh yeah, Square Enix. Yeah, they 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 don't like making money. Apparently, <laughs> they they have a lot of questionable decision making within the, the the distribution side of Square Enix. Like my my boss, he's been He's been trying to get his hands on copies of this uh, Kingdom Hearts story so far, but uh, they, apparently they don't want to sell any. They're like, nope, no thank you. We don't want to make money. And my boss went on to explain to me how several executives across the the video game world uh, they don't like uh, they don't like physical games, which kind of. <laughs> tags on the last week's episode. It's it's just like, no, my boss wants to order... Hey, I'd like to order X amount of copies of these physical games so we can sell them here. And uh, these companies are like, no, we have no interest in taking your money. (laughs) I guess uh, they want more digital money. They they don't want to have to invest any money (laughs) to get paid some money. They just want to put it digitally in the world and take money. But I am going on a tangent as usual. So I had to find a copy... The Kingdom Hearts game. So I was, I was searching for the internet first. I went to Amazon because, naturally, you know, Amazon should have it. It's Amazon. No, the, the only thing they had on Amazon was an Australian version, which would work on a PS4. But I wasn't about to pay, like, it was like 40 bucks for an Australian version of the game, which apparently the game is down to 20 bucks right now throughout the rest of the internet, if you could find it. And I was like, what the crap? I'm not going to pay some dude selling me an Australian version of the game. Nah, just pass on that. And I saw oh, GameStop has it. I'm like, uh, let me look around some more. <laughs> Best Buy, nope, no longer has it. I could I could have ordered it directly from the Square Square Enix. They have they apparently have copies <laughs> in their in their uh, Square Enix store online. But as my brother was informed, I, I I I was like, well, me, I was like, I wanted it now. I wanted to go see uh, my roommate this past weekend, and I'd at least deliver it within the Trent Trail week, so to speak, as he, he celebrates his, his birthday all week long. And I was like, I want to get it now. So I said, all right, I'm going to have to go to GameStop. And so I see online, all right, several stores around here have it. But I was like, being the, the savvy GameStop vendor, I know, okay, let me call the stores to see if it's actually a sealed copy or... As they call it in terms the gut copy, because the way GameStop operates is they, like, you know, they always they have to put the displays out there. So they take one, and they they cut it open, they take the disc out, put it in a drawer. Ideally, no one ever touches it. But as I'm sure Jai can say, like, yeah, just employees, you're not supposed to check those out, but employees check those out. They take them home, they play them, they bring it back. However, you want to do it. So uh, if I have my druthers, I prefer to not ever buy a a a gut copy of a game, especially if I'm gonna get one. As a gift for for my pal Trent, so I I, I called the like this old oh, local GameStop store right here, Pico Rivera House. I like I call up, hey, I see it online like it was, I didn't want to just reserve it and then walk in there. My wife's like, you're just gonna go waste time going from store to store. I'm like, wife, you are smart. I'm going to call them like a, like a rational human being. I I was ready to go out and start driving around, but no, no, call them, save some time. I'm I am a dad now, can't just be gallivanting around. Call up that Pico Rivera GameStop. Like, oh, I'm like, hey, I'm looking for like uh, Kingdom Hearts story so far. Online says you have it. Oh, yeah, we got it right now. I'm like, all right, uh, don't BS me, boy. Um, is it the gut one? I used to work for y'all. I know how y'all work. uh Hold on, let me check. He puts me on hold for like two minutes. He comes back. He's like, uh yeah, it, it's the last one. Oh, we can put it in a plastic uh, little seal. I'm like, no, 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 bro. I, I want the, a real factory sealed one. Uh, and I was like, can you check on the computer to see it? Which of your stores has more than one? Because that's going to be my best bet. And he's like, all right. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, definitely. Boom. He gets on his computer. Uh, and uh, they look up. He says, all right. Closest store that has more than one is in Norwalk, which is a half hour drive. I'm like, Well, all right. Cool. All right. Look up the, the Norwalk phone number. Give them a jingle. I'm like, hey, I'm looking for this game. Kingdom Hearts story so far, I need a new one. It's a gift. I need it to be factory sealed. None of this BS of stuck in a sleeve with a sticker on it. I don't want no freaking... Because apparently they they don't do what we used to do back in the days. uh, Get the the shrink wrap and heat gun it. I guess that's something they took away from all the GameStops. Uh, I noticed that in my last Tour of Duty. Uh, And you got a sealed one. And then uh, the, the the GameStop in Norwalk. In the Norwalk Town Center. Giant store for I remember from my years of Nintendo wrapping. I'm like, hold on, let me check, and they place me on hold again. I'm like, just keep the phone on you. Just open the drawer. That's what I used to. Do. Hold on, let me open the drawer. Boop, drawer's open. Um, he's like, yeah, I got a sealed one. What's the name for? I like, put it on hold for Andre. I'll be there in half an hour. And I go down there, and here I, I I I'm like I'm gonna walk into a GameStop. Oh man, I haven't walked into a GameStop in a very long time, probably. Not since I uh, not since I got fired from the last one in 2016. And so all right, I have to I have to steal myself or like I have to be ready to say, no, I don't want to pre-order any games. No, I don't want it used. I need a new one. It's a gift. No, I'm not interested in putting a, a gameplay guarantee. No, I don't want any of your nonsense. No, I don't want your magazine. I don't want any of your fun co No, I have to like I'm like getting mentally ready in the car. I'm like, all right, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick unless they're a dick first and I'm going to unleash fucking hell. I go inside and it's crazy because this Norwalk store was kind of like one of their, uh, it was like a concept store. It's it's gigantic. It's way too big for a GameStop now, especially nowadays. (laughs) Uh, It's like, it's all wide open space. There's just a few displays. I walk in there and then you just see an entire wall of freaking Funko Pops and other nonsense and BS merchandise because that's where all the profit is nowadays. Aside from them buying cell phones from you and selling them to China, that's that, that's how they make most of their money. That's like, I, I, I kept he- reading and hearing about how like they're super aggressive about get, trying to get you to trading your phone because they, they want to give you twenty bucks for your phone and sell it to China for one hundred and fifty. That's their current uh, their current fight out of bankruptcy. But all right, I go in there. There's only like one person working. I'm like, well, typical GameStop. All right? It's a Saturday night. You only have one person, but then there's literally only one other person in the store. So, I get in line behind the one person, the person's being helped, and another employee comes out, and she's like, Sir, I can help you over here. I'm like, All right, here we go. Get ready for the bullshit, Trey. I walk up, I'm like, all right, I'm, I, I called for a game, Kingdom Hearts. She's like, Yep, got it right over here. I'm like, yeah, The sealed one, all like, right, yep, that's right, sealed one. It's a gift. And she's like, Okay, cool. Here's your game. Do you have the power up reward? I'm like, Yeah, I, I have an old one, it's expired. And I, I punch in my phone number just to get past that part. And she's like, Yep, really expired. I'm like, Yeah, expired. Years ago. She's like, all right. Whatever. 20-something or other. I'm like, she's not asking me? Any I put my card in. I pressed the buttons. I'm like, all right. She gives me the receipt. All right, thanks. Thank you for coming. I'm like, I'm sorry. Am I in a parallel universe? I'm like, I, I didn't say this to her. But I'm just like, I was saying, I'm like, I'm going to thank, thank my good fortune and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> I was like, didn't ask me to renew or didn't try to make some impassioned plea to get me to re up my power-up rewards. Didn't try to ask me, like, oh, aren't you going to pre-order the Kingdom Hearts All-in-One coming out uh, next March? Or why don't you pre-order something else? It was like, didn't ask me about my cell phone. I was like, what is this? Okay, I'm leaving. Bye. (laughs) I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm going to go sit in traffic to get home. And I was like, I was very shocked. I kind of want to go back and, and get the little customer service survey and give them a positive review. I mean, I'm not going to tell GameStop that the, the the employee didn't ask me to renew, didn't ask me for a, a gameplay guarantee, didn't ask me to take my cell phone. But I was like, that was awful nice of her. I'm willing to go on and lie in that freaking customer service survey and say, that customer did, the, did, this employee did their job exceptionally. Not the way that you want them to do it. But they were exceptional to me. And I appreciate the fact that they, this, uh, this associate, she was able to assess, this motherfucker don't want anything else. <laughs> he just wants to get his game and get the fuck out of here. And lo and behold, I can't believe that's... A, that, honestly, that's kind of how I was treating people when I was working at GameStop, and and no doubt that was why I was probably fired, because, oh, he's not following the circle of life. He's actually being nice to customers. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you're, you're, you're being too considerate of your customer's time and trying to encourage them to come back at, by other means, by, you know, leaving them at peace and not trying to shove things down their throat. <laughs> it was, I, I, I was shocked and amazed. I was, I, I could not believe that... The, the, the. A, a, a modern gamestop employee didn't try to you know hit me with every single point I, i'm sure if her district manager saw it she would probably would have been fired on the spot but no good for this unbeknownst person in case this gets back to gamestop <laughs> that person is good see all right there james Jam. They, they mentioned it. they try to get train my old tablet they quoted you 25 bucks yeah they, that, that's just what they do i they were not they were aggressive about it back when i was there in uh, 2016 but apparently now that's just like they're that that's that's their main focus right now because that's where all the money is for them, not in the video games. Oh no, <laughs> all the, like I did notice while I was at the while standing at the counter waiting, oh they had a big old folder of just all the Funko Pops that were coming out <laughs> in the future, and I was like oh I was waiting to hear that that spiel, but no didn't didn't hear that spiel, but yeah that story it was just, it looked so it, it was eerily vacant because I I've been there. Uh, as it like the last time, oh honestly, the last time I went there as an Nintendo rep would probably be, easily be 2012. Now like so that was like almost eight years ago. The last time I had set foot in that store, I remember that store used to be a lot more filled with a lot more uh, gondolas, so to speak. That is the technical term for the little those displays with all the wire racks. And that really like and then when I walked in there I'm like not very much. I, I I took a quick perusal of the of the PS4 wall and then like, got in line and I was just like. The store is way too big for what they're doing. And I'm like, I'm shocked they haven't g- tried to get out of this lease. Because that's a lot of what they're doing. But you know what? I had a positive GameStop experience. <laughs> and was saying, Dan, Dan, Dan last time I actually owned my iPhone versus renting. They paid the most. And in cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I think all of us, like, we all rent our phones now. <laughs> I know I'm renting this this iPhone right there that, that's recording this show. <laughs> It's like, I don't own, I'm not going to own this phone for another year and a half. <laughs> Silly GameStop. Everyone's leasing, leasing to own these damn things. It's insane. Just, uh, just a, a dovetail to dovetail the last week's uh, little uh, long talk about the game industry. is just, yeah, it's just, th- things are wild out there. It seems that uh, things are getting more and more tenuous for the old Gestapo. Um, so right oh, uh, James right here. You got a little anecdote. Let me see. He, uh, James, uh, for those of you who are not on Facebook Live, yeah, uh, James went in today to pick up an exclusive Funko because they called him on Saturday to pick it up ASAP. Yeah, the, the guy who called James didn't check the street date and they pretty say, well, while you're here, check out the Like they couldn't sell it to him today. I'm sure it was out tomorrow or out Thursday. <laughs> oh, James, not sure if it was an honest mistake or a trap. I mean, why not both? <laughs> You know what, it might, the, the way they're operating nowadays, the, the, the video, I've been watching this dude Lancelot on, on, uh, on YouTube, the way they're operating, I'd like, I have to think that it was a deliberate, you know, hey, tell them to come in, we can't sell them yet, but see if you can get it for more, hey, because was that's always been the mentality, no matter which time I, well, actually, the first time I worked there wasn't too bad, you know, you know 2000, 2001. That, it wasn't too bad back then. If your store got 10 reservations in a week, you were like an all-star store. Now if you get 10 reservations in a week, you're fired. But the second time I worked there, and then definitely that third time I worked there, it was all about schemes and trying to trick people. And I feel like right now, they're just evil. Evil right now. It seems evil. I, I the, the This video I watched where they're talking about all this HR stuff. and, and How like... It, it, it's easier for them to fire the person complaining because it's usually a part-time employee than it is to fire the person who is causing the problem just because it, it, it's uh, it's it's cheaper that way I oh, get rid of the complainer oh look you you didn't clock in when you were you didn't clock in when you showed up a five minutes early you're fired like what <laughs> I because I, I I have to say back back uh, the, the, my second tour of duty I was collecting scalps I, I was getting people fired for real things like stealing, <laughs> and yeah most of the time it was usually stealing I was catching all the thieves I, I was even I even took a few lives <laughs> even after I left GameStop I was I was I was I was assassinating some cheaters and and, and thieves even after the fact I'll have to remember that I've got to I gotta write down all these as I remember them I have to write all these stories down uh, to get them ready for my show hey. Cat just showed up. I, I almost elbowed you in the butt, cat. So that, 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 that's the, that's your GameStop anecdote for the week. I was like, I I don't plan on walking into a GameStop again anytime soon, but that, that's what I, I, I went into one this past Saturday and came out mentally unscathed, so to speak. <laughs> so, Another, I realize one more thing I want to talk about especially right now since uh, uh, we don't get to, we don't really talk too much about sports nowadays uh, I know we had that we had that long long episode where I talked about how I, I I can't really care too much about sports anyway it's hard for me to care about sports nowadays I I, I can't find the energy to invest into ca- uh, le- letting the the um, the Letting the the, the the good the ups and downs of a team affect my ups and downs. I I I have a wonderful wife and a wonderful son. I can't I can't allow the, the Chargers losing a game to put me in a bad mood and take it out on them. That that's ridiculous. But I I, I still I still I, I I am a casual observer now of the sports now. And uh, you know I I I was always a big fan of Dodgers. Although I I had the. I honestly have to say, i I'm, I think I'm a bigger fan of going there and eating the food. <laughs> I think it's like that was the, the 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 highlight of me going to the games, uh, shoving a whole bunch of garlic fries down my gullet, and, and a whole bunch of uh, Dodger dogs. But uh, this whole thing, I haven't talked about it at all on the podcast. But uh, the the how the 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 Houston Astros are a pack of terrible, terrible cheaters, bad humans for cheating. Uh, I know my my, my, my the old uh, my 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 old uh, favorite sports radio host. uh, Jim Rome used to always say, "It's not che- uh, if you're not ch- cheating, you're not trying. and It's only cheating if you get caught. But you know what? That's a load of shit. <laughs> uh, my, my wife frequently likes to say, I, I am a Libra. I believe in justice. Uh, and, and uh, I don't. I often don't put too much stock into the astrological stuff, but in that one, yeah. I, I, I am a man of justice, as all the people who were fired at GameStop during my 10 years there <laughs> felt the wrath of. I, I am a man who... Who believes in justice? And then, well, finding out that the that the Astros were were doing an elaborate scheme against uh, my poor Dodgers, I, mean, I was I was giving a shit at that point. When the when the Dodgers were in the World Series in the, the what was it twenty seventeen? Uh, the boss I was working for at that point, at the job I was working, he he's a big old Dodger fan. We I remember we all got together. We watched uh, that that game one of the World Series at his house. He 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 threw a whole party because he was so, it was the first time the Dodgers had been in the World Series since nineteen eighty eight. And something that to to realize, because uh, I remember we, we, we hung a lot of that on on, on poor you uh, Darvish. It's like, oh man, he was terrible. And to find out, oh no, the Astros were fine using technology and buzzers and other bullshit trash cans. They they know what pitches were coming, and uh, if you're not a sports fan, it's like if you know what pitch is coming, that that takes your 20% success rate up uh, significantly higher cuz <laughs> cuz ba- baseball inherently is a game of failure <laughs> like when in baseball if you're successful 30% of the time you're an all-star if you're successful like 35% of the time you're a hall of famer you're, you you're in a job where if you're Successful at 35% of the time. You go to a normal job, you're, you're normal anything else. You go to school, and you're, like, you're at a 35% success rate, you're out on your ass. <laughs> baseball is all about failure. It's all about 162 games. It's all mental, more physical. That's why I remember back in the, in the 80s, there was a lot of fat baseball players. Remember old Cecil Fielder. Big old fat man. He cranked out 50 home runs. He could use the centrifugal force of his ass to help drive the ball out of the park. John Cruck was a big old another big fat man. He was running people over with his lardiness. <laughs> there were a lot of big guys. More recently, I think there was a guy they called Kung Fu Panda. I think it was Pablo Sandoval. He was a big man or Big Poppy. He was another. He was a rotund man. He wasn't fat so to speak, but he was a he was a large man. And yeah, it's just baseball is all about failure. It's like, it's all about, you know, there's a, it's it's all mental. Baseball, have you ever watched the movie Major League? That was, that's such a great example of, like, the, the monotony of baseball. You have to, like, trick yourself. You have to Jedi mind trick yourself to get through the games. And what the hell? Just, oh, you know what? These guys got so bored. They're like, you know what? You know we can cheat. We set up, a, we set up an asshole with a camera over there. He he lets us know what the what the pitcher doing with his hands because you know it's a, oh it's a three okay it's a split finger it's a it's a one it's a it's a fastball get that information hey we can win because prior to this the Astros sucked ass they were losing hundred games a year and I guess uh, Jose Altuve and his boys you know what you know what we can do guys we can cheat what the fuck man that just uh, that is disappointing I mean not even not even just as a Dodger fan. But it's incredibly disappointing just overall just as a as a sports fan. Like, really? I mean, we, football fans, they decry the, the, the New England Patriots for their – well, everyone outside of New England decries New England for for trying to do something like – they did something similar, Spygate, where they'd record the other team's practice. Like, okay, cool. We know what they're planning. We can plan around that. And try to counter that. That way we're ready for them. Like All of a sudden, like, oh, we're going to bust out this play they've never seen before. Like, How do they know? They intercepted the What the hell? Oh, because they had an asshole filming everything you did. It's just, it's it's not cool. It, it, it gives me an ugly feeling. It's it's like, it's gross. It's like, not cool. Right? And this comes from a man. I enjoy professional wrestling. I enjoy a predetermined sport. But you know what? That's entertainment. There's a difference. Like, oh, Dre, how can you like professional wrestling? You know, oh, the, the, the winner is predetermined. You know, the winner's predetermined in all those Avengers movies, right? And all these TV shows. The winners are predetermined there, too. So it's all just entertainment, but this is sports. This is supposed to be based on skill, not on who can cheat the best. This is, it's terrible. So I bring this up now because the season is starting. And what happened is, like, almost none of these players were punished. They, they, they got caught. They, they, they got caught. And literally, the only people who were punished were the people who, like, the two of the people who were punished had nothing to do with it. The, 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 uh, the manager of the team, who apparently, uh, I don't know if it was just willful willful ignorance, or does he just turn the other way, like, oh well, I don't know. All of a sudden, my boys can really, uh, my my boys can really hit the ball, Then they know what the pitchers are doing, especially when we're at home, <laughs> like, oh wow, their home record's really good, their road record's terrible. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, they, the the uh, the uh, the manager uh, the the manager got fired, who who uh, who who pleaded ignorance, and then the the general manager, the man who puts together the team, he was also fired, and then uh. Another manager, uh, I guess a guy who was a player during the team, and he got a job, as a, he was a player with them, and, or he was a bench coach, he, he, one of the masterminds. He went on to Boston and allegedly might have done the same thing recently with, with Boston in the World Series. Uh, he was fired by Boston. And then this other guy, another, uh, another player who was on there who became a manager, uh, he, he hadn't even managed a game yet. He was a uh, man He was gonna, he was supposed to manage the New York Mets, and they fired his ass too. So, technically, only four of the people involved in this whole thing were punished because I guess uh, all the rest of them went in and tattled on themselves. They they went to the commissioners. Oh yeah, we did this. This is how we did it. Sorry, sorry. We, we'll cooperate as long as you don't punish us. Which is like <laughs> that's just some, I mean, I understand in our justice system <laughs> there is some leniency. If okay. I'm guilty. You plead guilty as opposed to not guilty. All right, there's a decreased penalty, but if you are if you plead guilty to a crime, you're still punished at least somewhat. I know there, we can get into a long discussion about how uh, class system, some you know, you know if you're rich enough, you don't get punished. You know, blah blah blah. O.J. Simpson, yada, yada yada. there's the the justice system isn't very just. But in this instance, these guys told on them themselves, and they were promised immunity from any punishment and uh, it, it I was just uh, uh, appalled and then I guess these last two days now they're like oh we don't want to see any retaliation we don't want to see like uh, the signs are being like I guess people showing up spring Training with signs you know like Houston Asterix like, like Daniel Juan just posted right there on Facebook uh, and they're like no no, no. The, the 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 shame of being cheaters is punishment enough no 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 these dudes shouldn't be out of the out of the league. They should be they should be kicked out of the league, out on their asses. They should be not allowed to even think about the word baseball for for what they did. they, they tarnished the game. It's uh, no better than professional wrestling now. go like, oh, now it's like especially after the all the NBA uh, referee cheating scandal from a few years ago. It's like oh now everyone just assumed hey that referee's in the pocket of someone. Or even after the, the 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 Patriots now we just assume whenever they're doing well well they're doing something. <laughs> they they're suddenly good again. Oh, they have to be they have to be cheating in some way shape or form. It's like now there's this cloud. It's like, yeah. Thank you, Dangelo One. Thank you for reminding me of that 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 point. See, Pete Rose got a lifetime ban for gambling on baseball. He was betting on his own team. He'd bet on his own team to win. And but it's like he he can't even get near a baseball field unless he's personally invited. Or, or some way, shape, or form. He's never going to be in the Hall of Fame. I think, ultimately, it's going to be up to the, 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 the baseball writers. like n- Any of these players who were who would have been Hall of Fame worthy, be it a Jose Altuve or a Justin Verlander, are now going to be like, maybe they'll never get in the Hall of Fame. They'll be put in the same category as a Barry Bonds or a, a Pete Rose, where they're like, you know what? <laughs> baseball didn't punish you, but all these petty-ass writers will. <laughs> I think that's the only... Penalty, I mean, most of these guys are not going to be Hall of Fame worthy, but I think that's like the only punishment that can even be levied on these other than the mass amounts of booze they're going to receive. And yeah, the, 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 the gall of these guys were like, oh, well, well, the Dodgers are talking a lot of shit because they're never going to have to see us. So uh, Dodgers won't have to see them this year. Because a lot of the Dodger players have been coming out like, no, this was fucked up. I mean, like they're they're not asking for that 2017 title. Like apparently the city of Los Angeles like tried to sue baseball. Like uh, that that 2017 trophy should be over here in Los Angeles now. And then the commissioner is like, oh no, we, we we can't undo the games. You know, the, there there's no guarantee that the Astros would have uh, would have uh, lost if they weren't cheating. I'm like, isn't that the point of cheating? To guarantee that you don't lose I uh, yeah just it's it this it further makes me feel better that I don't really give a shit about sports nowadays I, I am a casual observer at best now I, I I watched some of the XFL and I was amused at the uh, at the poor quality of play this past weekend I, that's just more like I'm watching that more because I'm a wrestling fan I just want to laugh at the fact that this this failure from 20 years ago has been resurrected purely out of the spite of Vince McMahon's pride. Anyway, I, I watched the Lakers versus the Celtics. Uh, that what that was like what yesterday? That was yesterday morning, I think. I you see that this past weekend the concept of time has just been lost. I think that was yesterday. I'm not sure if that was yesterday, if that was Sunday or a Saturday. I don't remember. I couldn't tell you if it was yesterday. Was that Laker game yesterday, honey? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I know your brain is a little bit more together, even though I technically have more sleep. But my brain is all over the place, clearly. Yeah. Just. I am just I am happy to just blissfully watch sports as a casual observer now, much like the majority of the free world now. It's <laughs> just like no, I am not the hardcore fan as I as I once was, and, and it's stuff like this that makes it make, makes it easier for me to just be like no, I can't care anymore. I just I I'll I'm I'm annoyed at this whole. Che- I I'm more annoyed at the commissioner than I am at at, at, at all this other stuff. And yeah, it's like, good. I, I get even more reason for me not to turn on the television for baseball. It's like, and it's funny because like a lot of these sports are like wondering why, Oh, attendance is down and Oh, TV ratings are down. It's like they shoot themselves in the foot. Uh, oh, there's this, uh, there's this arrogance, and it's, it's across all, and I'm noticing it's across all entertainment mediums. It's not just sports. It's I've noticed in this in movies, I'm noticing this in video games. There is this arrogance that like, oh, everyone's just gonna show up. All we have to do is put out a mediocre product, and people will be there. And it doesn't matter. And you know what? It you know quality matters, integrity matters. It, it, we it may seem like those things don't matter in the grand scheme of things, but at the end of the day, they really should. And and then, uh, I hope that all these arrogant people some down the line. Over, over time, you're going to see the, the, the profits go down. It's like uh, people complaining about the NFL, and the NFL like is experiencing a ratings decline and an attendance decline, but but as long as these networks are willing to shell out the billions of dollars to broadcast these things so they can charge beer companies and food companies millions of dollars to air their ads, I mean, maybe it's not as easy as it is to take down the system, but... Uh. I'm. Hold on, let let me remove this soapbox here and get down from it. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We're here every week, every Monday night. I broadcast here sometime in the 8 p.m. hour Pacific time. Um, I see my son over there. Hi, son. Daddy's doing a podcast right now. I love you, boy. I love you, mama bear. I love you, baby bear. I love my little family. My family is awesome. We're here every Monday night. Um, You can follow me on social media. uh, Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, at Dre GP Podcast. Uh, you type that in, and you'll find us on all your social medias like that. You can also catch us on YouTube. Uh, all of our all of our episodes are posted during the week at some point when I take my laptop to work and use the work Wi-Fi. I take this video from YouTube and I plaster it onto. I take this video from Facebook and plaster it onto YouTube, along with all of our all the other little shows I've been doing. Uh, we. Well, right now we have a uh, Dre's Retro Game Minute. Uh, a few weeks ago I was doing a Deal Tavern TV. I was helping my bosses out, doing a little Deal Tavern promotion. Hey, Deal Tavern! You search for that on eBay or uh, on Amazon, and you can find some great video game deals. And I may or may not be the one pulling them and pulling those games off of shelves and making sure they get into your grubby little hands. Check that out. Uh, YouTube. Just search for Dre's geek philosophy podcast you see a whole bunch of fun videos in regards to nerd, dumb, and a lot of gaming um, as always uh, check out my Etsy store uh, and check out my wife's Etsy store even though it's on your your store's on hiatus now right <laughs> my wife's store's on hiatus Speaking always check out my store Dre's Geek Philosophy buy some stuff help me out I'm a dad <laughs> all this stuff is not cheap <laughs> I'm sure you dads all know, you know the amount of money has to go into raising a child good lord I'm making decent money right now as a, as a account manager and sales manager. But I can always use a little extra to help pay the bills. Got to feed the babe, Got to feed the mama. And at some point, maybe feed myself. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys next week. Or I might see you guys on Instagram. I might see you guys on Twitter. Catch me there. Oh, thank you for watching. See you guys next time. Have a good night. All right. And if you're listening on audio...